Hey everybody, welcome to a very explosive episode of the WWB Podcast. We are doing Raw Recap, for, but there's a lot going on before we can even get to Raw Results. I mean, a lot of things are going on in the pro wrestling world. Wouldn't you say that, Chrissy? Yes, there's a lot. Yeah, a lot of people weren't expecting what we expected. So, very recently in the news, Vincent Kennedy McMahon, the uh, the the patriarch of the Vince McMahon uh, of of the McMahon family, um, has stepped down to retirement at the tender age of seventy six. So we're not going to get into the salacious things, but definitely Vince McMahon under scrutiny for certain things that he may have gotten involved in um, that are alleged here. So, um, you know, it's a lot going on in the pro wrestling world. Vince, Vince has uh, no one thought that he would. I mean, most people, if you would ask if, if when you think about wrestling, Vince McMahon comes to mind and it looks like yeah. his uh, career or his his uh, his stewardship of the WWE comes to a close in a interesting manner. What, I mean, uh, in your opinion, because you, I mean, I'm a, it's a little bit of crossover here. I started watching wrestling in 1995. When did you start watching wrestling? Uh, about, uh, like fully about 99, 2000. So you, you right in the, the beautiful time, the great, the greats of wrestling. What would you say, what was your perception of Vince McMahon back in the day um, when you uh, first started watching wrestling, Chrissy? I mean, he was always kind of like a douche, but he was always with it, if that makes any sense. It was always down for like the entertainment mm-hmm. aspect. So, and I mean, that has pretty much stayed the same throughout the years, which I feel like has also kind of altered a little bit in terms of the balance of having, you know, wrestling versus like the entertainment side. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I'm not really surprised that he stepped down, mm-hmm. but it's also kind of a shock because he is WWE like, yeah, he's you know, wrestling period. Yeah. Said, yeah. As you said, you know, he did put them on the map and you know, it's been working Yeah, as he, much as we have our faults mm-hmm. <laughs> with some of the things it's, it's exploded. Definitely. When we think about Vincent Kennedy McMahon, we think about the uh, the Attitude Era, New Generation Era. We think about the acquisition of WCW and ECW, uh, mm-hmm. his long competition. Vince McMahon, for a long time, was the only dog and pony show in town. And now... Uh, getting wrestling to a billion dollar business when many years ago and back in the day, it wasn't as respected. It wasn't as mainstream as it is now. And it's interesting to see pro wrestling and WWE in the, in the cultural lexicon. When you think about the, the people's, the rock, his success in Hollywood, you think about Batista's success in Hollywood. You think about John Cena's success in Hollywood, Hulk Hogan's success in Hollywood, um, that connection. And also with the music and, and the celebrity culture, connecting that with wrestling because when you think about wrestling in the early 40s and 50s even earlier than that it was more of a barnstorm type of thing it was more of a a a, um, a carnival type thing they even called them carnies and things Mm -hmm. of that nature and so for Vince McMahon to take it from the humble beginnings uh, or not as humble to to take it from the territory age and to expand into a global organization from the the territory times to now um vince has to get the respect when it comes to the business 
acumen that he had. Um, outside of the business, definitely not a perfect person <laughs> in any way, shape, or yeah. form, unfortunately. <laughs> um, but when we talk about Vince McMahon, when it's all said and done, how would you summarize uh, your perception of Vince McMahon when it's all said in your opinion, your personal opinion? I mean, I don't know the guy personally, mm-hmm. even though there's things, things that have been said about him. Um, but I just have to give him his props, at least when it comes to WWE and pro wrestling, mm-hmm. because he did do a lot. He did contribute a lot. And that's all I got to say. I agree with you 100%. Uh, definitely a um, complicated uh, relationship he has with us as pro wrestling fans. But... um so even bigger news outside of Vince McMahon retiring. Who thought that that in the year 2022 we have Vince McMahon, we have Triple H becoming the head of creative, and Stephanie McMahon, the new co-CEO with Khan. Um, talk about your opinion of Triple H in terms of the head of creative. A lot of people give Triple H credit for NXT and making it a, a very competitive product, something that yeah. a lot of people watch. Did you watch NXT at all, Chrissy? So I watched back in the day and then it became a little bit blah um and then i did see a few things with the turnaround with what triple h did um and i will say yeah he did do a good job and i mean we have gotten a lot of great talents out up from nxt so i mean you know we do need that push and for that to get better so when they do hit the main big roster and you know want to go to wwe you know there's not much growing to do so to speak because you know the talent is there. Yeah, definitely. I think Triple H, at the end of the day, he brings a Hunter, a Hunter, what he brings is a new set of eyes, right? He gives us a mm-hmm. new perspective and, and um, who knows how they're going to set it up, how they're going to set up the creative direction. I don't think within... I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I think it works. Um, I mean, if his hands aren't tied, I feel like the good balance of him, you know, knowing both sides of being on the exec and also being a wrestler, you know, one of like possibly the top five, top 10 best, you know, he's a great heel. He's had experience on both sides. So maybe he'll be better, you know, when it comes to creative and finding talent because he knows, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, you know, maybe there can be more focus for a while on like, you know, actually building the athletes and having wrestling instead of, you know, overproducing a story. Mm-hmm. You know, we can actually have good quality matches. Mm-hmm. So we can balance it out with the storytelling. Yeah. 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 I agree with what you're saying. Triple H definitely understands the, like you said, the, the wrestling part of it. And maybe it'll be a committee with him and Bruce Pritchard who helps produce and things of that nature. And also you still have Paul Heyman, who's an expert. I mean, the dude, Paul Heyman knows what he's talking about. So re- Triple H has all the resources available to him to be successful. The question is over the next six to 12 months, what will that look like? Yeah. It'll be exciting to see. Um, and like you said, I'm, it makes me actually want to watch Raw more and SmackDown more. Yeah, How about it you? definitely will be exciting to see what, you know, Stephanie and Triple H can contribute, you know, what differences we will see, you know, you never know if it's, if the change is that great, we could probably be approaching a new era because honestly, I'm tired of the PG-13 era. Yeah, yeah, the PG era is killing me, yeah. Yeah, so I I need something new, refreshing, and, you know, uh, maybe eventually they can give us that. Yeah. I love your optimism. And that's how I think a lot of people are looking at it. You know, we're, we're, we don't work for WWE, so we don't know all the inner workings, who's doing what. But what we can say yeah. is we, it, it helps to see that there's a younger, fresher 
uh, person there. Um, no doubt Vince did a great job for many years of doing um, being an architect of the WWE. But now it's it's new. It's a new uh, regime, right? The new McMahon Helmsley regime, much like we saw yeah. in the Attitude Era. So uh, much to see there, and hopefully great things. So now we're going to hop over to Raw. Um, with the new regime of the McMahon Helmsley regime here, um, we had an opening segment here: Theory, Sheamus, Lashley, and McIntyre. Anything special? The fact that to me, I like the fact that they got so many big names in, in one match together. You typically don't see that a lot on Raw. Um, it's a lot of one-on-one stuff. Um, see, when you have such a to start the show with so many people in the ring, what were your thoughts about that? Um, I thought it was good. I love seeing when superstars, um, you know, crossover. Um, so it was good to see uh, McIntyre and Theory go at it. And, you know, Sheamus and his crew came out. And then at the end, Bobby Lashley came out. And it ended up being a tag team match. Mm-hmm. So I loved that part. And what I thought was funny, too, like after the match, I think, I don't know if it was McIntyre, but he was just like, you little bitch. And I was like, did I hear that right? <laughs> 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 like they were walking away from the ring because they got the, um, I think, um, Butch and is it Butch? His um, Seamus is um, is, is that what his yeah, name R- is? Ridge Annoying Butch. one. Yeah, Rich Highland Butch. Uh-huh. Butch, yeah, Butch. Yeah, he. Um, they both got you know barred from the ring, and then um, long story short, Bobby and Drew ended up winning. And you know while they were walking away, that was said, and I was like, I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. It was one of those moments like should the cameras pick that up, but they did, and I was like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you like that they went right to the ring, the, the new pre- the presentation where instead of having like someone do a promo or something like that in the back, did you like the fact that it went straight to the action? Uh, I actually don't mind it. I feel like it pushes uh, things up a little bit. I mean, I don't want to see it done too much because, you know, WWE sometimes can overproduce stuff. But I thought it was fine. But lately with Theory, I feel like that's been a thing for him. Like he'll come out and then after he does his promo or interrupts someone else's promo, he has a match. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's his thing Mm -hmm. (laughs) because Roman Reigns was out and Theory came out. And then after that whole debacle, then he had his match. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that's just his thing. Yeah, definitely. Then we had Ray Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio celebrating Ray's 20th anniversary anniversary of WWE isn't that dope let's talk about Rey Mysterio really quickly talk about for you for a person who's been watching wrestling since the you know the, the the glory for a lot of people especially in our age group the um attitude era what was your opinion of Rey Mysterio when you first saw him I, I grew to love him when he first came and he was such a refreshing I knew about him in WCW but I really came to love him in the WWE and when he finally won that world heavyweight championship that was so dope that story I was happy for him yeah, yeah. what's your opinion of Rey Mysterio when you look at his, his career over the last two three decades when he first started I was kind of like I don't know I'm very weird when it comes to like wrestlers and masks I guess mm-hmm. um, so it kind of took a minute for me to love him but once I saw him in the ring and how you worked then that's when I actually became a fan um I loved how they I don't want to say they pushed him a lot but they pushed him enough and they did give him you know big championships which I enjoy he had great um tag team runs I loved him and Batista's relationship um you um per you know because Batista and Eddie had a relationship and just that whole family dynamic um 
I enjoyed. I love now when he wrestles, he pays homage to Eddie. And, you know, just stuff like that because family's deep within him. So I think that's good. He deserved it. He's been here in a, a long time. And now he's, you know, his son is in there. Father duo, first tag, you know. He's accomplished a, a good amount of stuff. And I'm I'm happy for him, honestly. I agree 100%. One of the greatest additions to WWE from WCW of all time. One of the greatest luchadors of all time. One of the greatest high flyers of all time. One of the greatest yep. in, the, in the land of giants, Rey Mysterio t- stood mm-hmm. tall. Um, yeah. And no doubt the dude was super t- and still talented to this day. I mean, the dude is worth every penny that they give him and then some, you know. Um, and when we really get an opportunity to see the type of moves and things that he did, the innovation that he had, I think people, yeah. when you look at it, especially with the newer style of wrestlers who are high flowers, like the like the Dante Martins, this mm-hmm. dude, I would honestly, I would pay a lot of money to see Dante Martin versus Rey, Rey Mysterio. High flyer versus high flyer. Yeah, that would be great. <laughs> That'd be something. Yeah. No doubt. And then the Mysterios get their W, which is great as well. Um, we had Alexa Bliss and Dewdrop. Alexa Bliss here picking up the W over Dewdrop. Anything special from this match to you and did it struck you? Uh honestly, no. I think they're kind of just building Alexa Bliss up a little bit to mm-hmm. eventually possibly maybe try to go for a title shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't really have much to say. But um, let's backtrack a little bit because I did. I do want to mention after Ray um, and Dominic picked up the win and they were backstage celebrating the Judgment Day did attack again, mm-hmm. or did attack, and Rhea Ripley was with them. Mm-hmm. So it was refreshing to see, but it was also very disrespectful what they did. Mm-hmm. Definitely, <laughs> and. Um, and at one point, the daughter went into Rhea's face and actually thought they were going to do a, a, you know, a quick little, had a quick little moment, but it was just like, oh, why did you do that? Oh my gosh. I thought you were going to at least smack her or something, but mm-hmm. it didn't, it didn't happen. So in that, in, in that sense, I was just like, damn, you got the win, you were celebrating and then they had to ruin your day. But I guess it just goes to, you know, that's what the judgment day is. Yep. Build more heat, make them more maniacal. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily as high as Alexa Bliss as every, everyone is. She's definitely gotten better in the ring. She's a great human being. Um, in terms of like, you know, seeing her as a legitimate, like pound for pound, you know, be, she's good. She's definitely, she's definitely a good wrestler. Um, and, and, um, you know, so I don't have much to say about that. Um, we had a Logan Paul. What did you think about Logan Paul segment here? Um, <laughs> I thought it was kind of funny how his first, um, debut show literally revolved around the Miz, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, which I felt like it felt flat for one point because he was like he said, "Oh, this is impulsive TV," and he's calling out the Miz. And Miz, it took a minute for Miz to like come out, and then the Miz didn't come out. Maurice came out, and you know she hardly knows English, so you know on the mic, you know how Maurice is. Mm-hmm. And it was for for a second. I didn't know where it was gonna go because I thought he was gonna do something else before the Miz came out or before he called the Miz out. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know because Ross started with them in a brawl. So I was just like, "You're gonna have your show and call him out again." I'm like, "I don't, I, I don't know." Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, they were talking about, of course, his what we shall not name, mm-hmm. um, and Champa 
came in again and him and Miz was going at it with Logan and that's pretty much yeah we're just gonna have to wait until Saturday honestly yeah we had the Alpha Academy versus AJ Styles and Dolph Ziggler making an appearance again. Um, AJ Styles and Dolph Ziggler picks up the W. It's good to see Ziggler back. AJ Styles mm-hmm. always, always, is obviously always an asset to any roster that he's there. Anything special that stuck out to you about this match or not? Nah? Um, no, it was just good to see AJ and Dolph together. As you said, it was good to see Dolph in the ring. Um, and it was, it's good to see AJ picking up wins because, you know, for a while he was on a losing streak there. So it's just good to see him, you know, being in good quality matches. I don't, I don't think his matches are like bad. So it's good to see him week to week, you know, still making an appearance, picking up wins. But at some point I do want to see, you know, what, a, what else a phenomenal one can do. Yeah, definitely. And then we're going to hop over to the Bloodline versus Riddle and the Street Profits. What stand out to you in this match? Well, it was so kind of Roman to grace us with his presence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the first thing. Haven't they had like 75 um, matches over the last three weeks? The same people? <laughs> yeah. So it was good to see him um, come out and... For a second, honestly, it became intense for me personally, and especially when Montez tried to ble- was bleeding mm-hmm. and everything. I mean, there was a lot going on in the match, but it was typical, you know, bloodline tag work, and it's always good to see the street profits. You know, their eye flying athleticism. And they're just getting, um, I feel like, I don't know, they're just getting better or I don't know what it is about them, but I feel like they're just touching my soul more and more every time I watch them. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, that's about it. Um, I feel like uh, I like Riddle. I feel like, as I said before, he's been getting better in the ring, but I also need to see him develop more into like his own style in a sense. Yeah, he needs to stop just... He needs to hop off the um, Randy love, okay? We're good yeah, now. so like We're the good. yeah, so the yeah, the Randy finishing. <laughs> um, I mean, I feel like yes, it's good when he does it sometimes, but I feel like he needs to come up with his own. But I feel like maybe that will work eventually once he, you know, I don't know if he does like a character change or you know, wh- whichever way they're pushing him. Because right now he's just like a face happy, yo, I'm cool, bro type of person. Um, so I'm waiting to see what you know comes for him. No question about it. Him. No question about it. Well, what a raw, what a what a raw um, here we had. Um, do you think? Did you tell? Would, how would you grade it? The new regime was it? Was it? Did you feel? Did it feel any different? Was it any more exciting in your opinion? Or pretty much, you know, solid. Nothing really too standing out. Uh, yeah, nothing really that stood out, honestly. Mm-hmm. Other than Roman showing up because you know you haven't, you don't, you rarely see his face. Mm-hmm. It, he actually wrestled. So we had that. We had Jeff Jarrett make an appearance because Saturday he will be the special referee for the tag match. Mm-hmm. Definitely. That'll be so nice to Jeff that. Jarrett. Yeah. Yeah. They had a little promo, which was, um, which wasn't bad. And also was funny when Roman Reigns was cutting his promo and theory came out and he was like, you better be careful with, you know, with that briefcase because your daddy isn't here. And then the crowd started chanting, who's your daddy? Literally every time they came out, which I thought was funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. And, and I don't know if that will actually play a part 
in, you know, the push that theory has been getting mm-hmm. or if they'll be like, oh, no, we really want to push theory. So we're going to continue this. You know, we have a I now have a relationship with, you know, like Stephanie or you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It'll be interesting to see over the next couple of weeks, Andy, especially after SummerSlam. You bring up excellent points, Chrissy. What a wild, wild week in the pro wrestling world. You know, we Triple H, the new head of creative, Stephanie McMahon, new co-CEO, Raw, Rey Mysterio, 20-year anniversary. What a week and even more stories to go down the line. So, guys, what an episode to have the wonderful, the ever, the ever, the ever coolest, one of the dopest Jamaican women that I know in the world, Miss Chrissy. Thank you for coming on. Literally, Thank the you dopest for having call. me. Hey, you know, this is your show, Raw Recap. You know what I'm saying? Chrissy putting her own little ting. You got to say ting on it. You put your ting on it. (laughs) All right, all right. Guys, thanks so much for listening. Chrissy, where can they find and support you? You can find me on Instagram at underscore Chrissy's Lifestyle. And you can follow my shop at shop Chrissy Lot. Heck yeah. And guys, you can follow us WWB podcast underscore. You can also send in an email at WWB podcast fan at gmail.com again, WWB podcast fan at gmail.com. Thank all. Thank you listeners from across the world, across the globe for listening. We thank you so much. And we look forward to coming up with some more cool episodes and Chrissy will always be the raw. We might even try to add some SmackDown and we'll see how it goes with triple H. Um, if things become a little bit more interesting, but um, she's, she's such a great asset and we're so thankful to have her on. So guys, peace. Yeah. Hands up, put your feet up, man.